Hello, friend. Thank you so much for listening once again to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I am your host, evangelist Mike McCurry. I greatly appreciate your listenership today. We have a few things to cover. Of course, we have our Bible study continuing in Nehemiah chapter 4. We're going to talk about clearing out the junk. Sometimes we've got some junk in our life. It needs to be thrown away. I don't know about you. Sometimes I do a good job of collecting junk, both spiritually and figuratively and physically. So let's not do that. Let's clear out the junk. We're going to learn learn about that. Nehemiah chapter number four, very shortly. I have a short note to read for you as well. Someone sent us a letter. Greatly appreciate all of those. And we also have a song to play. Let's go ahead and start with that song. How about that? Let's set the mood. A good song called, I Sing the Mighty Power of God. This song was written many, many years ago, and it's still so true today. I hope it's true for you. I hope you sing the mighty power of God. What a great God we serve. Now, this one's brought to you by BibleTruthMusic.com. Listen right now to this good song.
What a phenomenal song, and done so well as well. Of course, I have the great privilege of being the executive director here at Bible Tracks Incorporated, but I also relish the opportunity to work alongside the great folks at BibleTruthMusic.com. You can find all of the great music that we've been playing on this program at that website, BibleTruthMusic.com. Now, let me tell you about this ministry, Bible Tracks Incorporated. You see, we've been around since 1938. That's when God used our founder, Evangelist Paul Levine, to begin this ministry. Now, Brother Paul, Dr. Paul, as he was known, was just a conduit. Though he had charisma, a great personality, a heart for the gospel, thankfully, he allowed God to use him. I got a note not long ago from a man named Warren. Here's what he said. It was in Hoopstown, Illinois, prior, before 1965. Where were you in 1965? That was a good long while ago, wasn't it? Feels like a while ago. 1965 that I first met Paul Levine and his blind partner in ministry, Bob Finley. Of course, as he was known, Blind Bob Finley. They made a great pair. They were invited to the First Baptist Church of Hoopstown for some meetings. Brother Paul preached, and Bob and he played their musical instruments and sang duets. My parents, Wes and May, were poor in those days, but they still invited Paul and Bob to our shack of a house for a meal and fellowship. This is where I got to meet them up close and personal. One of the things I appreciate about these stories about Paul and Bob is they didn't think of themselves as somebodies. They were just servants of Christ. He continues on, over the years, Warren says, my parents had contact with Brother Levine. My parents always thought the world of him and Brother Finley. They purchased one of their LP albums back then, and I can remember listening to it with them years ago. Though my parents went to be with the Lord in 2005, and unfortunately, that album is now lost. He says, I am delighted. I am thrilled that Brother Paul's ministry through gospel tracks continues on today after his graduation into heaven. My wife recently discovered your ministry and ordered a sample packet of the available tracks that may be purchased. He continues on and says a few nice things about our ministry. Brother Warren, Hoopstown, Illinois, thank you so much. I believe they live down in Texas now, but such a joy to hear that God is doing great things. And in the memories of people that recall our founder and his partner in crime, if I may, Bob Finley, it's so great to know that we get to carry on the legacy of this ministry. Now, you need to find your Bible because we are going to the book of Nehemiah chapter number four. Nehemiah chapter four, I mentioned we have a topic in front of us, clear out the junk. Now, is anyone listening right now, is anyone what you would consider yourself a pack rat? Or maybe I should ask, would your spouse, your wife or your husband, or maybe even your kids, would they consider you a pack rat? Are there things in your attic are there things in some closets that you haven't touched and you'd be surprised to find are still there some two and three and five and 10 and 20 years after you put them there? Now, I don't know the exact definition of a pack rat, but sometimes we are all in a position, no matter if we consider ourselves minimalists or hoarders or whatever verbiage you want to use, we can all find ourselves in a place where we need to clear out the junk. Well, the same is true here in Nehemiah chapter number four. Let's look at verse number seven, Nehemiah four, verse seven. Of course, we're talking about the context here is that the Israelites are rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem. There's much that needs to be done and they have a problem. Nehemiah four, seven, 
But it came to pass that when Sanballat and Tobiah and the Arabians and the Ammonites and the Ashdodites, pause for a moment, remember all of those people, they're no good. They're bad dudes. They don't like the work that's going on here. They want to fight against Israel. When it, when it came to pass, when those folks heard that the walls of Jerusalem were made up and that the breaches began to be stopped, then they were very wroth. They were angry and conspired all of them together to come and to fight against Jerusalem and to hinder it. Nevertheless, we made our prayer unto our God and set a watch against them day and night because of them. And Judah said, The strength of the bearers of burdens is decayed, and there is much rubbish, so that we are not able to build the wall. Now, we'll get into the solution maybe a little later on, but let's pause here for just a moment. The Israelites are trying to build this wall. They're trying to do what they can to defend their nation, their city, their homeland against possible attack. And one of the tribes comes to Nehemiah and says this, we can't build anymore because there's too much junk, too much rubbish in the way. Now, we've been talking about this topic of rebuilding, about building something. Maybe we need to build a life that's pleasing to God. Maybe we need to build a church. Maybe as we endeavor to build the ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated, can I tell you this, friend? You can't build until you get rid of the junk first. There are so many opportunities in front of you and your life. You say, I don't have any abilities. I don't have any talents. I don't have anything even worth building. Can I tell you, friend, you are dead wrong. God has so many things that he wants to do with your life. Yes, I'm talking to you. But can I also say this? Before you start building, you might be in a situation where you need to get some of the junk out of your life. You can't fill an already full vessel. For God to do a work in your life, you might just have to empty yourself of yourself. Now, hold on a second. Are you conflating myself and junk? Are you saying, Brother Micah, that what I have, the things I hold dear, could be considered rubbish? Well, it's a sad reality that sometimes the things that we think are the most important, the things that we give our heart, our mind, our time, our investments to, Sometimes, with eternity in view, the answer, sadly, is yes. We have a great opportunity to do great things for the cause of Jesus Christ, but if we don't decide that, like we said yesterday, we're going to have a mind for the work, we're going to be willing to get rid of some things, we're going to be willing to clear the junk out, the rubbish away, Think of them as they're trying to work there on the wall, and all over the place there's this rubbish. Sticks and stones and old rocks and cast-offs and just trash. All these things in the way prohibiting the work. It would be so sad if you had the opportunity to do something great for the cause of Christ, but you allowed rubbish to get in the way. Now, you may notice I'm not being very specific about what the rubbish, what the trash might be in your life. Would you like to know why? It's because I believe the Holy Spirit of God is more than capable of convicting you about that which you need to get rid of. God is more than able to tell you what the rubbish is. I don't need to go down a list today. 
But can I encourage you to clear the junk out of your life? One of the reasons that Paul Levine was able to do such a great work for the glory of God in this ministry and leave this ministry, Bible Tracks Incorporated, with such a great legacy is because he got very singularly focused on what the real goal was. It was not personal acclaim. It was not pride of place. It was not his name up on a marquee. It was the free distribution of gospel tracks. You see, he got rid of the junk. Can I encourage you to do the same? Clear out the junk. Get rid of the rubbish. And tune in tomorrow because we're going to ask you a question. How's your memory? We're going to listen to another good song tomorrow. I hope you'll join us here on the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. Thanks for listening. Have a great day for his glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.